This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Wednesday, August 21st, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Mayor Gavin Buckley from Annapolis is not going to be happy with the task force recommendation for the possible relocation of the public works facility to a property on Forest Drive. The mayor had proposed a land swap with the owner of a four-acre parcel along Forest Drive to house the public works facility, and in return, he would give up the 12-acre parcel where it currently is housed. Alderwoman Sheila Finlayson cried foul, said she wanted a task force for that. The rest of the council went along with that, and we have the initial report coming out from the task force. You can check out ionanapolis.net. We do have a story as well as a link to the report. But some of the key points are from the business community. They were asked about it and they said, overall, would you recommend moving the facility to Forest Drive? 28% said yes and 72% said no. When they asked employees of the city, the respondents were 100% supportive of rebuilding at Spa Road and against building at Forest Drive. From a financial perspective, it was disclosed that they needed to get an easement from the American Legion property, which is adjacent to the proposed property. And the American Legion is not willing to do that unless they get a new parking lot, a new roof on their building, and the construction of a memorial garden in return for that easement. And from a community perspective, and these are just people that live in the areas, one of the big selling points from Mayor Buckley is these pedestrian and bicycle bridges over Forest Drive and Spa Road. Additionally, there's the relocation of the athletic fields that are currently the weems Whalen Field and a new park at Spa Road. The community subcommittee said that in reviewing the information provided to date, the subcommittee concludes that the above suggested benefits either do not appear feasible or there's not enough information to determine whether they are feasible or not. They said it's critically important for the city to make public the feasibility of those pedestrian bridges. There's no information about how they're going to be paid for. The builder has not agreed to it. And based on current information, the county is not going to allow it. The county does have jurisdiction over Forest Drive. They said that the committee believes the community at large is under the impression that the pedestrian bridges would be part of the Forest Drive location proposal, when in fact there is no information to support that at all. There will be a meeting at the Pittmore Rec Center in early September so the public can give some public feedback. We will have that information at ionanapolis.net. Christy Frazier of Pasadena holds a new record. It took anglers 34 years to break Maryland's record for a dolphin fish, which is also known as a mahi-mahi. And just this weekend, Frazier from Pasadena toppled that record by landing a 74.8-pound mahi-mahi off the coast of Ocean City. Frazier is actually the wife of Anne Arundel County Captain Ryan Frazier, and she was fishing in the Poor Girls Fishing Tournament in Ocean City. And she said it took nearly 20 to 30 minutes to reel in. It felt like an eternity. She knew it was a big fish, but she didn't know it was a record breaker until it was weighed in at the dock, and DNR actually confirmed that. She did break the previous record, which was held by Jeff Wright of Cambridge, Maryland. He caught a 72.8-pound mahi-mahi only on July 28th off the coast of Ocean City, so he held that record for about three weeks. 
A county executive, Stuart Pittman, is looking for some members to serve on the Anne Arundel County Commission on Disability Issues. They're looking for 21 voting members, and they should be a person with a disability, a family member of person with a disability, representatives of agencies or organizations that deal with disabilities, persons interested in improving the quality of life for persons with disabilities, or people having expertise in matters pertaining to persons with disabilities. Makes sense to me. You do need to be a resident of Anne Arundel County. If you would like to apply, you need to send a resume by September 1st, and you can email that to Kaylee Schultz. And her email is a little bit different. It's K-S-C-H-U-L-T-Z-E at aacounty.org. And you can also email her, too, if you've got any questions on what would be involved there. Maryland Democrats are pledging to move forward with the Kerwin Commission plan to improve Maryland state schools, even after Governor Hogan described it as fiscally irresponsible. Governor Hogan told the MACO Conference, which is the Maryland Association of Counties that was held last week in Ocean City, that he would not support big tax increases for the overhaul that's been studied by a state commission. Fully implementing the Curban Commission's recommendations would cost an estimated $3.8 billion a year in a decade for K-12 education. Now, to shore up his point, Hogan did say that to fully fund it, it would cost the average family in Maryland $6,200 per year, and he translated that into tax hikes. To fully fund it, we would increase the income tax by 39%, or perhaps the sales tax by 89%, or if that wasn't too palatable, the property tax by 535%. With a supermajority in the House of Delegates and the Maryland State Senate on the Democratic side, and a Republican governor in his final term looking to dig his heels in on this issue, it looks like it may be a bumpy ride come January when the General Assembly comes back into Annapolis. Hey, some good stuff out of the State House. Maryland is making available nearly $10 million to bring reliable, high-speed internet to rural communities. Governor Hogan said in a statement yesterday that this $9.9 million is the first installment of a five-year $100 million plan expected to benefit 225,000 Maryland residents, and he wants to see high-speed internet to every county in the state. This is all under the Office of Rural Broadband, which was established by Hogan in 2017 to expand the broadband capabilities in underserved areas. Somewhat related and internet related. Facebook, we're all on Facebook, right? Well, it has built an extensive network, obviously, of tracking technology outside of the social network to bolster its targeted advertising businesses. Well, that's also allowed the company to collect information about what we do, even when we're not using Facebook. And yesterday, Facebook said it was changing its practices related to that data. Well, not totally. Facebook's introducing a new tool that will let people see and control the information that Facebook has gathered about their browsing habits outside of Facebook. The tool is called Off Facebook Activity, which seems reasonable enough, and it's going to allow users to view the hundreds of sites and apps that share data and customer information with Facebook. At that point, then, you're able to erase the data if you want. They are going to roll this out slowly. In the next couple months, Ireland, South Korea, and Spain will have it. No dates when we will see it re-rolling out here in the United States. Hey, some really cool news for Navy football. Navy senior quarterback Malcolm Perry is only one of seven AAC quarterbacks named to the 2019 Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Awards watch list. This is an annual award presented to the top senior who was set to graduate by the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Educational Foundation. Perry is a three-year letter winner and has started in 25 games in his career with Navy, including all 13 games of 2018. He's made 17 career starts at slotback and eight as quarterback. 
Navy does open up the 2019 campaign at home versus Holy Cross on Saturday the 31st. That game is at 3.30. Tickets are still available. You can get them at NavySports.com. And I got to say, this ain't bad for a kid who was plucked out of the stands as a fourth-class plebe third stringer who was recovering from the flu. And yes, that's exactly how Perry got his start and his first game with Navy football way back in 2016. So congratulations to Malcolm Perry. I'm looking forward to another great season from Navy football. All right, that is about it for the top news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day. Click on that first link in our show notes and find out all the different ways that you can connect with us. And please give us a recommendation to any of your friends and family and coworkers and have them give us a listen. Other than that, hang tight. We've got a message from Twist and Stout, which is a fantastic festival coming up at the end of September, put on by the Anne Arundel County Department of Parks and Recreations. And then, like we have every day, we have George Young with your local DMV weather forecast. September 28th, the second annual Twist and Stout Festival at Quiet Waters Park along the shores of the South River. Twist and Stout, a Maryland wine, craft, beer, food, and arts festival presented by the Anne Arundel County Department of Recreation and Parks along with the Maryland Wineries Association. Sample dozens of craft beers and Maryland wines. There's music all day starring the Groove Spot Band along with the Naptown Brass Band and Vertigo Red. Watch the plein air painters and shop dozens of artisans, crafters, and food trucks. Tickets are on sale now at twistandstout.org. That's T-W-I-S-T-A-N-D-S-T-O-U-T dot org. September 28th, Twist and Stout at Quiet Waters Park. Noon till 6. Tickets at twistandstout.org. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, August 21st. This latest heat wave continues today with highs again in the 90s, along with another chance of PM showers and storms across the region. Highs tomorrow likely 87 to 94, with more showers and storms possible as the frontal boundary starts to move through the Annapolis region late in the day, allowing much nicer air to move into the area from the northwest, with highs in the 80s Friday through Sunday. And while some showers and storms are possible Friday, the expectation now for the weekend is for tons of sunshine and very very little chance of any storminess. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there and be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores and also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. Suicide prevention starts with everyday heroes like you. Join us Saturday, September 21st at the Navy Marine Corps Stadium in Annapolis as we walk to fight suicide. Be a part of the movement turning hope into action. Funds raised will benefit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Register today at AFSP.org Annapolis. Together, we can help stop suicide. Go to AFSP.org Annapolis. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.